0: Daddy clown.
1: Daddy
2: clown. That's not where I thought you were going to go with that. And I don't like clowns. I think they're creepy and weird and I don't know why they need to exist. Counter-argument. We could exploit
3: a clear gap in the marketplace for theme park nappies.
1: Man, the British public are really losing it. They really are. Doorless chambers,
2: where strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. This is the Theme Park Loopy Podcast. hello everyone and welcome to the theme park loopy podcast and today as you can see we've got a full house we've got Dan, we've got mikey and we've got brett we're going to be talking about some spooky things we're going to be talking a little bit about valhalla and we're also going to be talking about theme park fails so when we've failed or when we think a park has failed so we'll um we'll see where that goes um firstly i'll introduce our ghost host mikey how are you doing from scare track
1: Hey, buddy. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me back on as well. It's always a pleasure to uh, uh, come on. So yeah, things are good. Things are exciting. Um, uh, announcements, are not, it's basically start of announcement season for uh, scare-related news and such. So it's exciting. Still got a little while before we can do anything spooky, but um, we've got Passage opening next month. So that'll be my first spooky thing. So yeah, all good, man.
2: Thanks for that, Mikey. And Brett, how are you doing? How's my haunted hotel going? Uh,
0: it's going really well. Uh, after I came off here, I have to potentially do a, another radio interview this week. Uh, not entirely sure what I'm doing with it yet, though, so that'll be interesting. It's going very well. We're sold out most nights, so I am very busy. Eat, sleep, ghost hunt, repeat at the minute.
2: And is it the, I understand it's the unexplained with Howard Hughes that you're going to be potentially talking to, hopefully?
0: Uh, yes, fingers crossed. Uh, that's as far as I've got with the email. I think you know more about it than Mia
2: currently. <laughs> Thanks for that, Brett. And Dan, how are you doing? Really good. Really busy. Looking forward to the show. Thanks, Dan. And okay, so uh, let's talk a little bit about spooky season. Yeah. Um, a few things have been announced so far, um, a few things coming back. Um The first thing I wanted to talk about was that there is a new event apparently coming this year called Scare-topia. And I don't know if either you are Mikey or Brett, have you heard of this event? Um, Is this something you're looking forward to? It looks like it's going to be... Uh, in cambridgeshire and it says think you know about scare mazes think again scaretopia is the newest attraction in 2023 horror circuit based on based in cambridgeshire utilizing technology first seen in orlando at halloween horror nights um so i don't know if you've heard of this one it seems to be a new one that's coming to us in 2023
1: yeah like i've seen um advertisements for it mainly on i think it's facebook and and instagram um but i don't have a clue about anything else really i've just seen the advertisements and that's it it's always weird for me to for another for for an event to name another event on their own website for me that's a bit of a, a weird one um so I don't know. I don't think anyone who's sort of been in the game for a long time in the UK in the UK scare scene would do that. So for me, that suggests it might be some new people that haven't done scare before starting out, um or maybe they've got some really cool tech that you can get at Halloween Horror Nights, and they're, they're you know they are bigging that up. But there's plenty of events in the UK that have same types of set and technology nowadays. Anyway, so um, I don't know though. It's you know something new is always something cool, so it'd be exciting to check it out.
0: I'm a big believer of new scare attractions and people coming into the industry and trying their hand at it. Uh, in fact, I did a talk about it last year at Scarecon, uh, where I tried to give as many tips and points as I could to people that literally had zero budget to create a scare attraction and and who to contact and how about it and and how to go about it. Uh, so I'm a big believer in doing that because we were all there once, I was putting bin bags up and still today put bin bags up if I absolutely need to sometimes. Uh, There's countless of bin bags you can't see at Terra Mountain, But I think it is strange having a new company come in, like you said, mentioned that they have technology, whatever that means uh, from Halloween Horror Nights or equal to, uh, because what technology is that? Because um, that could be a negative thing. That could actually be every actor presses a button and comes out to a queue line, uh, which is is what Halloween Horror Nights kind of is. Uh, it, it could be a negative thing. We do things slightly different here and try to make it a little bit more immersive here, even though we don't have ginormous budgets like you do at Halloween Horror Nights. So I'm not sure, but I think their logo is cool. The choice of the yellow on the kind of black backgrounds, I think, is quite cool. It reminds me of uh, uh, that recent murder mystery called Glass Onion. I don't know if anyone saw the, the logo for that. That was always a logo I thought was really cool. Um, so I do quite like the branding for it. I'm just on their website currently. Uh, they appear to be looking for actors and behind the scenes people. So, not sure. There's no details on their website at all, except for a place. So we will see.
2: Brilliant. And the other event I was looking at is York Maze Halloween Scream. Um, this is one that you may have been to before. So this is based at York Maze over near York, and they're going to have a number of uh, scare mazes. Um, looks like one of the scare houses called uh, the Flesh Pot. The one is called the Singularity. That looks kind of kind of crazy. I don't know how to describe that. Another one called Arna... Oh, Barnageddon. It looks like Arnageddon. Then one called 2073. That actually looks like a Duke Nukem logo. That's kind of weird. A time-travelling adventure to a dystopian future is what it says. And another one called uh, Corny's Corn Evil, which looks like a clown-based attraction. Um... And I don't like clowns. I think they're creepy and weird and I don't know why they need to exist. Um, so will anyone be heading out to uh, York May this year?
1: I will be, definitely. It's it's one of my favorites, actually, to be fair. We didn't get to go uh, the year before last, uh, after COVID. I, I really missed it. So after going after a couple of years, it was really good to get back. Um, if that's the lineup they've announced that it remains unchanged from uh the last couple of years um but each of their attractions are they're really really quality to be fair the um, um corny's corneval uh i believe that's the one that they have in an actual fun house that's open through the day and then they just soup it up in the evening but they really really do soup it up there's like optical illusions there's uh corridors that get smaller and smaller and smaller there's like a box room where it's on its side so everything feels wonky um yeah so H- hello scream at york maze is uh, probably in the if you're gonna have the percenters of the industry and although though i've only been to uh a certain amount of attractions i'd say that's in the top 10 percenters of attractions. what uh what age range is york maze designed for um i think I think it's an eight, it might be an 18 plus event if it's not an 18 plus I'm, it's definitely a 16 plus because they do a Halloween event um for 13 to 15 year olds I believe uh where they have the mazes open in show mode but without any actors um and a couple of events in the UK have sort of adopted that now as well I think Fear Avon Valley have done it um and a couple of other places but yeah so I'm if it's not 18 or over because it's it's it has alcohol on site there are still a few events that are still dry sites um but it probably more likely is 16 plus
0: yeah i've just checked now anyone under the age of 14 will be refused entry uh children under 16 must be accompanied by an adult over the age of 18 uh they do sell alcohol on site which means anyone under 25 will obviously be id would it says 21 but they've changed the guidelines for that now so i'm assuming they're also doing 25 uh, most theme park uh screen parks now actually do alcohol and um, we made that move last year as a small little dip our toe in uh, and it, it went really well there was this big movement a few years ago where people decided that it was actually safer to sell alcohol on site because people were drinking in the car parks um and then obviously you can refuse people entry to the mazes you can cut people off so it actually helps selling alcohol and park surprisingly
1: yeah we did it. we did a, an episode on that a few years ago actually so i'm sorry i know we are sidebarring a bit but um it, it is i mean one it's the it's a big money maker to sell alcohol on a site it's a really good big money maker um and also yeah exactly what brett said like, we spoke to people in uh England, Europe, uh in the States as well, about parks that have gone from being a dry site to a a wet site basically with selling alcohol. Um and they said that the issues had dropped fallen, the uh, actors getting hit had fallen because they weren't getting so tanked up in the car park before some of them may have got a bit too tanked up towards the end of the evening and again you have your security you have your hosts you have your management all there to take care of that it just like at a theme park or a night out or anywhere so um so yeah it is definitely uh like you say that sort of movement where people have now started doing uh drinks on site sorry totally not nothing to do with the news but uh a nugget of information good from to,
0: just just for the sake of your own promotion as well. Not that I, I it's my job or anything, but uh, you could have dropped beer break in there.
1: I sh- well, I should have, and Hannah would be shouting at me now. Um, but yeah, beer break. Drink responsibly, friends. But Hannah does love a beer at a theme park or a screen park.
0: They actually do really good uh, videos and stuff uh, about drinks and food and stuff. Uh, at different parks and screen parks and stuff, so so do check it out because it is the knowledge that you sort of miss on these random theme park vlogs. Mm. Not many people actually go and talk about the food choices and drinks choices at parks, so it is quite a good watch.
2: Yeah. Thanks, man.
1: I'll, I'll let Hannah. Well, Hannah's probably watching this, having a go at me for not
2: mentioning it. So hey ho, thank you. I'm just waiting for my invite to be a break. Um, so I'll uh, I'll keep an eye out on the post for that. Certainly. Um... Sure Hannah will drink you under the table. She's Probably, yeah. I mean, I went to the I went to the rugby uh, last week, and I had like five pints, and but one of them was cause, so I don't think that counts. So <laughs> I think we're okay. Nah, um. Okay. Final couple. Um. Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Uh. Journey to Hell. Freak Nights. Um. They're just saying at the moment there's going to be scare zones, haunted ride areas, and outrageous live entertainment. I don't know what haunted ride areas means. I don't know if that means they're going to do River Caves live again, Ghost Train live, or or what that means. Uh, But you can book tickets already. It looks like it's going to start sort of mid-October by the looks of it.
1: it makes sense they they give you snacks in the queue line do you want to buy another drink here oh yes please
2: (laughs) now before we move on to theme park fails let's talk a little bit about valhalla so uh, valhalla at blackpool pleasure beach we saw some smoke coming out of valhalla i think that was designed it's part of the attraction it's the the area that used to before the turntable it was when you you go to the backwards drop and then you go down the backwards drop and used to used it used to be kind of open and used to be able to see into the park i think they've now kind of covered that up but it looks like there's gonna be some sort of smoke attraction i think uh valhalla was due to open originally about a year ago it looks like potentially uh valhalla not actually going to be open in time for march the 18th when the park actually opens why do we think Valhalla has been delayed so much? What do you think is actually holding it up?
3: And historically, it had a, a lot of practical effects um, with fire and what have you, um, and you know, smoke and actors and stuff. And, and then they, they had those issues with the boats, historically, and a few sinking issues. Um, but I'm not even sure if the practical effects are coming back in the same way that they were used originally. So I guess it's hard to tell with this little information uh, about how the ride will reopen, the effects it's going to use, um, so so I, I guess it's just speculation. But if they are bringing back the practical effects, which would be great, then I bet they're an absolute nightmare to get up and
1: running. And it's, it's going to have, it's going to have had something to do with obviously COVID and Brexit as well. It was due open to open in twenty twenty one, and then obviously you may as well just write off twenty twenty as a whole. So totally understandable for twenty twenty two then that didn't happen and now you know 2023 it's nearly march if they were gonna have it open for march the 18th i think they would have announced that by now because i mean you you want to draw people in on what are still going to be steadier weekends for blackpool pleasure beach you know compared to um i mean it'll be busier than their wow weekends were or their threat white knuckle weekends that they had in february Pre- years previous but you're definitely uh you're definitely if you had it ready you'd be pushing it because you'd be making that massive boost of people in the first weekend so you know brexit having an issue on things uh covid uh and like dan said if that if there are a load of new practical event uh, effects to do they
0: took i bet i bet that sexy photo shoot took ages um yeah That. <laughs> It it has been, and we'll get to this later. A fail. Basically,
3: Did, is it anything to do with seasonality as well? So, like, obviously, water rides are inherently more popular when it's a bit hotter and sunnier. And this, obviously, the the at the moment, it's a bit rubbish anyway. Come March, um, it's still going to be pretty pretty cold outside. Do you reckon they they were sort of thinking, well, as long as we're we're getting there for you know, April onwards, June, July, uh, where things get a little bit hotter and people are more willing to, to get wet. I I don't know. I maybe that isn't a consideration,
1: but they could probably make a bigger deal of the opening ceremony there as well. Like if it is nicer weather, they know more people are going to go on it. There will be a bigger crowd. Um, they could have half naked Viking pole dancers for some reason, um so if they're going on their marketing um i thought, so, you, were, I thought yeah, you were gonna say a sure.
2: half naked bradley beaver then <laughs> <laughs> wow um it would be a draw it would be a draw as people that like teddy bears um, that would
0: that would get me there that would that would be it
2: okay um yeah i mean the, the thing is with valhalla it's a bit of a weird one is that you used to always get so wet on it um whatever the weather in Blackpool, it just felt like you were drenched all day. I used to go on Valhalla at the end of the day because I just didn't want to walk around with wet feet all day. Although I did have a bit of a tactic where I would buy extra um extra cagouls or what are they called? You don't call them cagoules, do you? That you used to you buy
1: <laughs> Honcho.
2: Honchos. Yeah.
1: I'd so, call it, i have called it I've called them a cagoule, or or I love this one, Pacamac. Pack-a-mar- where did that go? I, d- I don't where know. Where did the word pack-a-mat go? It
2: yeah, got packed. Mean, yeah. It got packed off. Um, so I would get a couple of extra ponchos and I'd put them around my feet. But the thing is, it kind of got to a point where you, the water was kind of up your ankle. And however much poncho you put around your feet, you just got wet anyway. So it was a waste of time. So I used to just wait until the end of the day instead um right okay so let's move on to theme park fails then um i think i've asked you to sort of come with a a couple of fails so these could be fails where a park has done something that you consider to be a fail or you've done something that you'd consider to be a fail um i'll start off with one which is that um when i went to alton towers when it first opened again after covid I was queuing uh, for Wickerman and I think it was about an hour and a half, and I, for some stupid reason, decided to drink quite a lot of water in the queue line. So by the time I got onto Wickerman, I was absolutely bursting. And um, the poor ride-up was kind of pressing down the lap bar, and I was like, ooh, ooh, I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> and in the end, I thought, rather than, you know, peeing in the middle of the ride uh, and everyone just having a bad time, um I thought look I'll just get off and I'll run off and, and go down to the loo so I let my wife just go around and a man by herself I went down and went to the loo and had a lovely cup of tea so I just really just wasted an hour and a half of my time queuing and then going to the toilet so really it was almost like queuing an hour and a half for the toilet so
0: the queues are ridiculous Alton Towers aren't they toilets hour yes. and a half
2: yeah, and 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 Mikey, we were talking before the recording that um, you know parks should have toilets uh, during the queue line. Right. Toilets, man. Yeah. Why is it not a why, thing? Why is it not a thing?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Why, why isn't it a thing? Like, I, I, I want them because I don't have the strongest bladder. That's why I'm always designated driver. Because if I've had a drink, then I'd need it every twenty seconds. So why? Uh, and it, you know, sometimes on. Especially a special event, Mardi Gras, Oktoberfest nowadays, even Halloween, long days, you might have a few drinks if you're staying at the hotel or you've got a designated driver. Like, or, or let's just be honest, if you're in a two-hour queue, a three-hour queue, you know, there's theme parks and screen parks all around the world where you can go, oh, my God, that queue is that long. Well, what are what you supposed to do? Just take an empty Oasis bottle in your bag. You know, just because it's got a bigger, bigger head. Um, it's easier. So wh- wh- why not, why not have toilets in the queue line? Because it makes sense. They they give you snacks in the queue line. Do you want to buy another drink here? Oh yes, please. <laughs> what a silly idea! <laughs> I need I I need a wee. What you need is toilets, and Woden has one in Europa Park. I don't know if anywhere else does, um, but it is only one cubicle. So then there's a queue outside that queue. So let's just make it a thing, like. Toilets in counter argument. This, this, we could
3: exploit uh, a clear gap in the marketplace for theme park nappies.
0: Ah, yeah. Good shout. That is good not shout. where I thought you were going to go with that. <laughs> where did you think uh, I was going? I don't know. Charge people for the
2: toilet. Oh, I see. I no,
1: the, the, the <laughs> na- it's all about the nappy idea. You
0: could, you could, like,
1: you could make them, like, branded <laughs> as well. Just be careful what your brand... Don't have the black hole on the back of a nappy. Uh, like, you know what I mean? It's I've seen worse. Brand them properly. <laughs> the log yeah, flume. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, super Atlantica Super Splash. That would be a good one. <laughs> you see, the more you think about it, the better the idea. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm like- I like this.
2: I'm sorry. Yeah, let's do this. It's good. I, Dragons. I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Um, yeah, so toilets, let's make it a thing. Come on out on towers, you know, you keep making garden centers. Now we're telling you to have toilets in your queue line. So we know you can do it. We know you've got the tools. Just make it happen. Come on, you know, it makes sense. Mikey, what's your theme park fail? this is more just it's an embarrassing fail
1: really and it's going to make me come across as a bit of an idiot but i'm not i was i was in a really really fortunate position um to be able to get a couple of uh, free entries into the autumn towers mazes back in the day so these are the days of um uh, carnival of screams um and it was really nice of them they basically just gave us a password i think it was the same as like the friends and family password that they used to have back in the day um and Mm -hmm. the password was i'm here to see daddy clown so we did which sounds a bit dodgy in itself but um that was the password and i thought okay cool really appreciate that thank you so much it means a lot and uh let's go over to the maze so i went over to the maze and i went to the ride to the maze host right mate um he's like yeah yeah you got your tickets i'm like yeah i'm here to see daddy clown and he just stares at me he's like all right where's your tickets and i'm like "No, no 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 you don't understand i'm here to see daddy clown and he's like okay can I have your ticket, please? <laughs> and then I, rather than me try to explain, I did it again. I was like, no, my daddy clown is in there. And he's like, I don't understand what you're saying. So basically, so this guy hadn't been briefed on today's password and just had some crazy guy come up to him, <laughs> calling his daddy a clown or whatever, and him just thinking, man, the British public are really losing it. They really are. Um, so, yeah. That is that's my my embarrassing fail that that's I was brilliant. there to see Daddy clown. And to that day, to the, to today I am still haunted by that exchange of words of where I just look like I had a kink for daddy slash clowns. <laughs> when really I only have a kink for clowns. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, I mean? what a fool oh, I've made myself look! Oh no! Not, not daddy clowns, just clowns. Um. So yeah, there is my first fail. I'm afraid.
2: To be fair, that's, that's not that's your fail, one. though. It, that's that's the ride ops fault for his, yeah, daddy it was, clown. Was. It was
1: his fault exactly. Oh, what a fool he that, made himself look like <laughs> in front of everyone in the queue. Yeah, I bet he looks stupid. He looks like a silly sausage. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey There we
0: go. I'm going to do that now, and I'm hoping you'll forget this. But next time you come to Terra Mountain or or somewhere, um, I'm going to tell you that there's a <laughs> password to get in. I'm going to say it's something absolutely ridiculous and tell no one.
1: Yeah, and,
2: and I'm going to. Like, yeah, and I, I this man, please.
0: I hope that every other, like, attraction designer hears this and follows me in this quest to make Mikey ask for Daddy Clown at every attraction he goes to. Because
1: you'll only be making yourself look silly, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Very silly. I love
2: it. I love it. That's fantastic. Um, All right, Dan, give us your theme park fail.
3: So I've got two, and they're related. Just for bonus points, so I was for basically the bulk of my life terrible with roller coasters. couldn't couldn't do them, couldn't couldn't go near them. And it all started from an early age when I was like six or seven, and I went to uh, Lightwater Valley. And I think my mum encouraged me to go on a ride, try and try and get me up and running on rides. So I went on the the Ladybird after a lot of protesting. Um, Which is just like a little, it goes round. It is like a a little roller coaster, but it's electric. It's not like a proper one. Um, And I was that terrified, like absolutely terrified, uh, after I went down the 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 first initial hill, um, that I I basically screamed loud enough that the operator stopped the ride after one loop and let me off.
2: you didn't. You didn't scream. Stop, Daddy, Ladybird. Stop, Daddy, Ladybird.
1: Because <laughs> that's a long safe word. Yeah, you need it's... to cut that down. Just needs to be need Ladybird, to really, doesn't it? As a safety word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you know my safe word? <laughs> um. I... <laughs> isn't it mad though how you
0: used to hate rides and now you well adore yeah. them? I used, like, to, like, I used to I used to cry like, when I saw like my mum go on on a roller coaster. Yeah. It, I
1: think but, it's a similar sort of thing, isn't it? That something you can you can become so passionate about later is because you were actually terrified of them, and then got over that hurdle that then gave you yeah. the oh wow, I need to now Yeah, I think, so. I think so I think there is an element of that. I think there's,
3: there's also like maybe you get such a burst of adrenaline, like some people are maybe more sensitive to, to adrenaline and Getting juices going. That maybe if if you're like that and you're young, you can't handle it. And then maybe as an adult, you learn to love the adrenaline, and, and it becomes really good. So maybe that's a, a part of it. Um, should I should I go into part two, Ryan? Because that sort of connects the dots.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was going to move on to Brett, but if it connects the dots, it, then it uh, does, <laughs> dots yeah, are carry on. I'm, I'm intrigued. Right. Now. So, so, yeah, so yeah, then. Years
3: later, uh, I got dragged to, uh, to to Orlando by my theme park loving wife, who who takes me to, uh, to to Universal, and one of the first rides I see is Rip Ride Rocket. And Steph's like, "Right, let's go on that," and I'm like, "I've never seen a vertical lift hill in my life, and I'm I'm in my, my late twenties, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. That looks ridiculous," and. I said like it doesn't it doesn't even look like look if that breaks down those people are just gonna get stranded and there's no way they can get down they're just you know it's it what what do they do they can't get a ladder up there that's ridiculous and she said no no don't, don't worry about it never you know it barely ever breaks down it's good and i was watching it and in real time it stopped and didn't start again and i was watching it for like 10 minutes i was like i'm pretty sure that's broken down. She was like no no it's just stopped temporarily had broken down they were there like an hour and, and I never went on that ride. Well, I didn't go on that ride that trip. I obviously have since been back and been on that ride. Uh, but thanks to uh, Rip Ride Rockets vertical lift hill, I didn't go on it that day. Um, and I probably bottled most of the rides that day uh, throughout the park as well. Um, so that definitely didn't help my my phobia of roller coasters. Uh, but later that trip, I managed to scale up my roller coasters. And by the end of the trip, I was actually really good.
0: But it did take probably until I was about 28 to actually get good at roller coasters. Has anyone ever done that? Had a weird, uh, I was talking about this the other day, I'm sure to someone about having like a weird sixth sense for things breaking down. I don't know if it's because maybe you have a slightly bigger knowledge of, of rides and roller coasters or not, but I've had a few instances where I've gone to a fairground and have gone, no, not that ride. And it has like broken down in front of me as I've said it almost. Um, it's happened more often than it should. And I, I don't know if this has happened to anyone else. I
1: was i was going to say, when you said, do you have a sixth sense of something about to break down? I thought you meant like my marriage or something, because pff, I've been thinking that for years. Why is she ever putting up with me? Um, but uh, with, <laughs> ride-wise, Brett, I'm just... Mm, I think you're a little bit like, you know, Bruno from Encanto, and you're just like, make you like you're seeing these things happen. It's a bit creepy. Uh, I'm basically just not ever now going to go. If I'm ever with you at a park and you go, that looks like that's going to break down, I'm now actually going to take your word for it and not (laughs) get on that ride.
0: You've been sleeping with so too many, many
1: scary, haunted dolls and demons, <laughs> and they've ingrained on you. And all you're thinking, and you're looking at, don't look down of oblivion. And you're saying to them, "You bet, you won't look down. I'm not going to let you look down." Right, <laughs> boom, <laughs> stop. It's
0: it's a it's a thing. It's happened at least three or four times where I've looked um, at a ride and I, gone, "Not a fan of that. I don't, I don't think that's right." And it's I'm going it to get literally... you sectioned. I don't know. It must. It's either a thing or... I, fairground rides. I, I don't do fairground rides anyway. Um, I, I know some people that work on them and I don't trust them as far as I can throw them and I could barely even push them. Uh, they, there's not a chance in hell that I trust the people I know that work on fairground rides to build those things correctly at all. So before I go on them or let my friends and family or whatever go on them, I'll, I'll check them out. <laughs> It's, I'll I, probably check him out.
2: Can I can I tell you, can I tell you what I'm thinking uh, when we go on oblivion? Tommy giggling fun. Fan. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking.
0: I mean, every time, Mikey might not have even had any context to that, which is why he looked so confused Zero. right now.
1: I was just enjoying the vibe.
0: Um, it's a good example of a perfect theme park fail, right there.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, well, do you remember Mikey? You came on the podcast a few weeks ago, and we talked about uh, Oblivion having the Fanta overlay.
1: Yes, we did. We did. And
2: um, so on last on last on the last episode, I said that I'd found the lost. Uh, soundtrack that was used when they had the Fanta re-theme and and that was it and it was uh, the German techno guy but actually it was Sam talking about his tummy giggling fun so there you go
0: (laughs) I like it I like it you've got to be careful what you say in these podcasts because they end up in weird mashups of strange music
1: I, I'm hoping... I'm waiting for my... I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be something about a daddy and a clown. I can hear it now. But, yes.
0: Um, it's got to be like, like an announcement to a scare attraction. Like, roll up, roll up, meet daddy clown. Or something along the way. I'd love that as a text <laughs> tone. Seriously, that'd be sick.
2: Well, do you know what? Actually, um, Mikey, you have actually had um, an intro before. I don't know if you remember. I what? did, yeah. And it was...
1: Yeah, it was a little bit too dark like very dark <laughs> and sexy like, sexy. It's weird. <laughs> Let's not talk
0: rubbish for too long. <laughs> we can't take Derek and Cora's word for whether Cloggy exists or not.
2: <laughs> it's true. That's true. Down. Oh my god. I <laughs> <got> <laughs> <that>. <laughs>
1: I actually had someone send me that. I can't remember who it was now. And they were like, Mikey, <laughs> what is going on? It is weird. Like, weird. It's When I say sure. the words dark and sexy to some dodgy, uh, slightly seductive, dark music, it's sort of like, yeah.
0: It's got an anyway. 80s vibe to it. I like it.
1: There is, like an 80s underground, like... Yeah. Yeah, say a password to get in this place and <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna loop it, it for
0: for the new killers audio next year I think. I'll do I it. I like it. Yeah.
1: With my little scene it dark. Yeah, yeah, you, got it, you
0: got it, right?
1: <laughs> <I> like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, or maybe I'm like uh what what its it? Is it you know, if I think of things, do they happen? Is that, you know, like, is that something we can do?
1: that telekinesis.
0: Yeah, you know, like if you, if if I think something, does does it happen? There you go. That that could be it.
1: Well, I'm not going to tell what you've just done to me, Brett. But it's
0: absolutely disgusting. I was thinking about it.
2: Okay, all right. So moving on, uh, Brett, let's say your theme park failed then.
0: It was at Alton Towers, and we all remember that Hex was standing but not operating for quite some time. Uh, and during a, a, a visit, just by chance, it was open for like two or three days in amongst a whole year that it was closed, basically. And uh, me and uh, Ollie went on it and. <laughs> After the video not playing, the audio messing up in the octagon room, uh, we ended up going down to the the, the chamber sort of thing behind the bookcase, and it hadn't lined up properly so the people in front of us couldn't get off. So we had to wait there for ages listening to this uh, thing not not really working properly. Uh, We kept being given the whole this ride is stop working sort of announcement and uh, eventually it worked. We were allowed on the ride, the doors opened and something fell off. Something just didn't feel quite right. So the doors close and we just start moving. There is no sound. There is no lights. There is nothing. The room just starts moving. Now, anyone who hasn't seen Hex, it is a Vacoma madhouse uh, and, and the room spins around you as the, the, the gondola moves a little bit either side. I think it's 15 degrees. Um, but there's obviously a big show behind it all with loads of music and lighting effects and nothing, nothing happened. And it ran the whole two, three minute sequence in the dark with just one of the two spotlights on in the roof. And it was again, the most bizarre amazing. thing.
3: This whole thing sounds amazing. Yeah,
0: so I actually, <laughs> I, yeah, I got off and I was like, I loved it. I thought it was the, the most ridiculous but cool thing ever. And that video uh, that I've sent you a link to on my Facebook, it's me coming off <laughs> to my phone going, guys, if you're at Alton Towers, get on Hex now. Cause you'll never see it like this ever again. It was it was ridiculous. It was such a fail, it, but it for, from an enthusiast that has seen it over and over again, it was quite yeah. cool.
1: It only further sort of concludes the fact that you are some sort of demon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm yeah, not. I'm never. Guess so. I'm never going on a ride with you again.
3: <laughs> my my working theory now, Brett, is is not that you're creating these issues with your demon powers. Uh, but that you're just really oblivious to what you're seeing. So, like, whereas I would look at a ride and think, no, I'm not going on that because there are sparks flying, there are loud snapping noises, a bit of it looks like it's on fire. You're like, mm, there's something a bit wrong about this ride, but I think I'll give it a go anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, or maybe I'm like, uh, what what is it? Is it, you know, if I think of things, do they happen? Is that, you know, like... Is that something we can do? Is that
1: telekinesis or something?
0: Yeah, it? you know, like if you if, if I think something, does does it happen? There you go. That that could be it. Oh. Well, I'm not gonna
1: tell what you've just done to me, Brett, but it's absolutely disgusting. I was thinking about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> we were all thinking about it.
2: Thank you very much. Oh well, that's been some uh, some cracking theme park fails there. Then uh, I've enjoyed that, um, Mikey. What's uh, what's coming up on scare track? What have we got to look forward to? Uh, so at the moment,
1: uh, it probably feels like we're a little bit in hibernation, uh, but we obviously have opening weekend coming up. That's the main sort of big thing. Um, Passage del Terra is celebrating its twenty fifth anniversary. Um, And they've started sort of advertising that on uh, social media at the minute. So hopefully they're doing something a little bit exciting. When it was their 20th anniversary, we actually went to their sort of anniversary press event uh, because they made quite a handful of updates to the actual um, house. So I'm hoping there's something similar or it, it might be on a smaller scale. But yeah, I'm hoping there's some new stuff to see in passage. So yeah, opening weekend March 18th that's the the next big thing and then literally a couple of days after that we'll be checking out the curse at Alton Manor uh, at Alton Towers. Um can't get there for opening week, uh opening day because getting drunk in Blackpool is far more important uh for opening weekend. Um but yeah, so there are are the two things coming up still a few weeks to go, but once the season starts um that's when we'll be sort of going in
2: 100 miles an hour and hmm. has, has it been confirmed yet whether the horror bar is opening or not for the opening weekend
1: so um it's been 100% confirmed well it was confirmed via blackpool pleasure Beach's socials um probably about a month ago now um and it said it would be open on the i think it was friday saturday sunday um definitely the friday saturday horror bar will be open to all guests um so that was confirmed but then we were actually um looking at potentially well not me personally, but a, a few friends were looking at uh if they had the potential to hire it out for a load of Thuzies sort of thing. And this was way before the um the actual announcement that it was going to be open. Um and the person basically did, they said no because then the announcement was made. Since then that same person have, has also said that it's out of action. So it's now there's a bit of a rumour mill that it might not be open and they haven't announced that yet. So I don't know. It's
0: um, it's up in the air at the minute. I, I think it last will. time I heard it'll be open in 2020. I know. Sorry. 2021. No, 2022, 2023.
1: No, 20. <laughs> yeah. They just, they dangle that carrot. One day we'll get a bite. One day we will. I don't see why they don't do it. I mean, it makes so much sense they know that thuses are going to be there like it is opening weekend um granted because every park has decided to new enough open on the same weekend i think it's going to spread us weirdos out um but um and of course with new rides elsewhere opening and nothing really new happening at blackpool that might affect them a bit but they know for well there's going to be a good handful of people that will put money behind that bar um so it doesn't make sense as to why they're not opening it um that we're all going to be just at spoons as usual um and it's also saint paddy's weekend so there'll be more people out as well so i don't get it why not just have it open it's there it's functional it's still functional it was open uh last year for a like a, an enthusiast event where they uh, had a, a the bar open and music and everything so it's functional you only need a few staff um
2: who knows well we'll see won't we let's wait and see um brett uh, tell people where they can find you
0: uh, you can find me on Instagram mainly, Brett Jones 92 uh, Facebook as well. I've just had to make a Facebook page called Brett Jones, which is ridiculous. No one should have to do that. Um, but I get a lot of friend requests now because of my haunted hotel. So I have had to do that on uh, the advice of uh, Danny, who I work with, who was, had to do that a few years ago. So that's weird. Um, so you can find me on Facebook as well now, apparently.
2: That's good. That's good. And I think I've actually added you. I've added the other Brett Jones now on um, Facebook. I don't know who I'm talking to now. Am I talking to Celebrity Brett or Normal Brett? I just I just don't know anymore. I just feel they're somewhere. the
0: same person. I think.
2: <laughs> and Dan, tell us a bit about yourself. And um, do you want to tell people a little about a little bit about On Air Club now that we've got it there on your underneath yeah, as your headline? So
0: it's
3: it's still in progress, but it's very close. So the first few videos are ready. They haven't yet been uploaded, but they will be shortly. Um, so during COVID I decided to, uh, to get my private pilot's license and I've been having quite a lot of fun with it. Um, so one of the videos is my poor mum who didn't know I was a pilot and I put her in a plane and said that we were going to get a someone to to take us up and see the views and I just took off and it was it was fun and I'm bringing up some some entrepreneurs some people from local charities Uh, just interesting sort of thought provoking people from around and about Um, and yeah we're going to see where it goes so if you want to follow me at the moment it's just YouTube um, but I will be expanding to other platforms so at on air club um, and hopefully in the a few months down, we'll have some some nice videos to to see and interact with. I think the first one should be up and running in the next sort of two three weeks.
1: Your poor mom;
3: she's very forgiving. Bless
1: her. Oh, mine would have killed me. Gone. You wouldn't be talking to me now. You'd be talking to someone else.
3: <laughs> well, not if you use your safe word,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Daddy Clown. <laughs>
2: Yeah, don't don't take Mikey up in a plane. He'll just be saying, Daddy, no, Daddy, no. <laughs> don't take me up in the plane, Daddy. <laughs> uh, uh, this this has been a weird episode. Uh, Mikey. Yeah. Uh, it always <laughs>
0: is when Mikey's here,
2: though, isn't it? <laughs> whoa, 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 don't
0: blame, blame me.
1: <laughs> oh, I was going say, yeah, I've, I've heard episodes that I'm not on. You're all a bunch of weirdos. That's, That's why I'm here to
2: brilliant thanks mikey okay so theme park loopy you can find us on instagram on facebook on youtube uh instagram tends to be quite a good place to interact with us so come and find us on there so thanks for joining us and we'll see you again real soon